0: Welcome to the world's first edition of the TWAB podcast. We're doing a deep dive into the TWABs every week that they come out. I have with me Dwayne on Fire, Crimson, Andrews in the Discord. They're all very knowledgeable players of Destiny 2. And we're going to go through each bullet point in the TWAB and analyze it all, cover everything in a much more exhaustive way than we normally do in the TWAB videos and stuff like that. And the TWAB post, you'll see on Twitter and such. So starting from the top, we got 119 TWAB here. Appreciate you guys joining me for this. And uh, this is all unedited, so don't fart into the mic, please. They're very quiet. They're scared. Um, we've got Rumble Returns, Catalyst r changing, Exotic Glaive Goodness, and more. So we've got Red Border Drop Rates on January 18th. They changed the Red Border Drop Rates. I did a full raid, and I didn't get any Red Borders, or anyone on my team got one. Uh, the reports that I posted on Twitter are conflicting. Some people are saying that they get like three after they did all the raids. Others are saying they also got none after they did all three raids other than the guaranteed one you get at the chest. So only time will tell if that was really increased, but, um, perhaps a small increase, if anything, it was a 0.1 increase. So that's the first thing we cover. That's new in the TWAB. We skip past the stuff that's already been done. Next up, it's going to require you 50 game match completions instead of 30 wins to guild your Dredgen title. I'm sure Drew's is really excited about that. Um, yes,
1: yeah, love Gambit, man.
0: He just, loves, he just loves his Gambit so much. Wakes up every day. My Dredgen. Yep, guild it. Wait, I think you can guild it times seven now, actually, if you're a real.
2: Yeah, if you're a real Gambit warlord. Yeah,
0: if you're real. But, so now it's even easier. So now the Gambit people can say that, you know, back in my day, we had to really earn our Dredgen, you know, with our 30 wins. I like that. Uh, we're, we're saying bye-bye to blues, which is awesome at soft cap. Uh, it's happening starting with next week's patch. After you reach the soft gear cap, blue engrams will stop dropping in the world, and the equivalent amount of additional blue baubles will spray out instead. Finally. This is awesome. Uh, this is a very welcome change. How much stuff have you ever had pushed out of your postmaster due to blues? Boils,
2: okay. the in Shards, Exotics, the Classics, truly.
0: All the good stuff.
2: So
1: of this is been from, for, for years. So yeah. this is
0: all happen. from one Reddit
1: AMA, right? Yeah. That's, just, that's crazy.
0: Yep. And. That's all it took. I guess so. We've been asking for this forever. Um, we've been adjusting the guardian, the gunsmith reputation gains by twenty five percent to compensate that, which is nice. Uh, this reminds me of the change that we actually had in D one, where they had like green engrams that would drop for a while. And then they're just like, yeah, we're just going to turn those into, I think it was like materials. The
2: material, like
0: armor. Yeah. Yes. I forget, I forget the name of it. So you'd still see a green Engram on the ground, but you pick it up and be a material. And what's really funny here, the parts made me laugh with this is that they said, you know, we did remove them all, but like, you might still pop up. So if you find them, you know, let us know. <laughs> it was like so funny and like kind of a candid response to be like, yeah, I mean, they might still be out there, but, um, it's like they almost couldn't even like completely squash the issue in its entirety. Um, the next point they bring up, which is one that I was ecstatic about and loved, and so far everything's been good. Uh, we got Rumble coming back as a permanent playlist. Very happy about that. I love Rumble. Having it be on a rotator has felt painful because I genuinely play it at least a few games every week because I like it. It's a good warm up playlist for me, in my opinion. You guys excited for Rumble?
2: Yeah, it'll be good to have something that's not Rift back.
0: Oh, yes, yes. But I, I loved the graph of of the current crucible director, what was like rift here, rift here, rift here, rift everywhere. Right. Yeah. And it's nice that uh, we'll have rumble be there permanently. Uh, the only caveat I will say to that, that's a little funny is that like, they kind of take it away and then they give it back and we're all excited. And it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> it's like, <Yeah. laughs> it's like, wait, wait a minute. This has happened a couple of times before too, because I remember that rumble wasn't initially in D2 on launch, I believe. Um, and then they like, they brought it or maybe it was, maybe it was custom matchmaking. I can't remember what it was, but it was one of those. I remember it was like funny that it was like, just, we go back and forth, you know, but it's back now. And I would assume that's here to stay for indefinitely. Um, Although, although it's, what's an interesting thing is that they said they took it away because it was a very unpopulated playlist. So they're kind of like, well, it's, it's unpopulated quote unquote, but I guess you guys like it so much. We'll just give it to you. Yeah. Uh, I imagine one.
2: it'll be more populated now because a lot of the rotator playlists just aren't that good. So, I imagine more people will probably be playing Rumble. Yeah. We'll see.
0: We've got Year Three Catalyst Evolution. The Catalyst quest for the Year Three Season Pass Exotics, Ariana's Vow, Symmetry, Thomas Matchwick, and Witherward, will now benefit from the Season Pass boost like the other exotic Catalyst quests. Additionally, any seasonal ritual playlist activity will count towards ritual progress for all Season Pass Exotic quests. I, honestly, I don't even think I've ever noticed or paid attention to this. Um,. So apparently they're going to get uh, boosted from the season pass boost like the other quests. Interesting.
2: Good quality of life change.
0: That is good. Yeah. Solid little one there. And then we've got uh, easier exotic glaive crafting. Uh, I have not crafted any of my exotic glaives. I have not done. What's the activity called? It's like the six man one.
2: spring. I literally don't even know the name of it. My favorite.
0: I haven't done mine. So when I saw this, I was like, yes, this is for me. This is what I want. Um, yeah. Have you crafted all three of your glaives?
2: had all three of them done.
0: So. Crimson's got them all done. How about you, Drews?
1: No, I am a Wellspring advocate, but I I played like <laughs> hundreds, if not thousands of games. Okay, and I still not you t-
0: thousands of games yeah, and you still I don't have, have them? Thousands. That's crazy. I, We're going to look was, you up. We're going to look you up on Destiny Tractor and expose you later.
2: I, <laughs> I'm hitting his Wellspring report up right now. Wellspringreport.com? Listen, Wellspring. I, I played so much of that. Dwayne,
0: have you crafted all three of yours?
2: I think he's done a single look, one. No? No, they have one.
0: You have one? Which one? Titan one?
2: You have the Titan one, right? The Warlock one.
0: The Warlock one? I think I figured I you at you least get the Titan one.
2: I thought you had the lava cake. Oh. never mind. Alright. All right.
0: Well, I'm excited. I'm very excited for that because I don't have any of them. Um save the date at dawn. We raid. This is these well, half of these guys here are, are my day one raid team. We've got March 10th, 2023, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We've got that new Lightfall raid. I'm could not be more excited for that. Um predictions on the life already how much time do you think it'll take for to clear it on average
2: like the usual like 10 12
0: 10 12 hours to clear it
2: yeah for the first and maybe like nine eight
0: maybe it's supposed to be like the big raid like we know nothing about it you know like there could be like a giant tormentor boss or something in there right i don't know
2: hopefully they don't die to like two fusion aids
0: well they're just completely re-changing that power creep stuff so i feel like they'll probably won't like you're like we're gonna be pretty weak. Also, we're gonna be just be using strand, right?
2: You think? Maybe
0: uh, well, good
2: it is, but doesn't I haven't really seen much of yeah. it outside of the grappling hook and some of the like warlock. If it doesn't have good
0: healing, then I guess we might use like yeah, solar.
2: Just probably still solar.
0: Um, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, obviously, there's gonna be a ton of changes. We'll have to really dive in and see what the meta is. Um, yeah. I mean, game launches February or new life All launches February twenty eighth. This happens March tenth. So we got 12 days then? 12 days until the raid?
2: Yep. They just kind of figure out what's good.
0: That's a lot of time. I feel like we kind of, we get it done in like three or four days. Like, you know. That's so why sometimes the raid launching on that first week was kind of nice. Because it was like, people still don't really know what they're doing, you know. But,
2: yeah, Crown was really fun. Because it was like, what, six, seven hours after the launch?
0: I, so, I remember that. That was a crazy one. That was a really, I don't know if that was the best. Uh, but it was interesting, right?
2: Yeah. You had like um, six hours to just like farm Menagerie. Get power yeah. up and then go do it.
0: Yeah, I like that one. Um, we need to talk about matchmaking. This was an interesting one, and I'm going to TLDR all of this because I don't want to read all the details of it. But basically, what they have talking about is they're going over the history of skill-based matchmaking and fire team based matchmaking added into the Crucible. And what they did is they created a graph called the mean prediction accuracy. And as far as I understand it, It was, they had a very high degree of accuracy pre-skill-based matchmaking of determining which team was going to win. So basically, if Dwayne was on your team, you're going to win for sure. They're like, fucking, this is a dub. Dwayne's going to fucking run around and run them over and drop a ran, right? And and then post this, they're like, oh, you know what, Dwayne? How about you match some uh, Frostbolt here on this game, you know? How about you match some, you know, and all these craziness. And so now they've adjusted this and... This is, going to get the, this is going to be the first one that the community, PvP community is going to dislike. They're going to be like, we don't like uh, having a very a 50% outcome of our crystal matches. And some people are going to rejoice for this and they're going to say that's better. Bungie seems to think that this is the trend that they want to go with it. We're going to be on opposite sides of this. We're going to be good cop, bad cop here for this part of the podcast because I think I have a difference of opinion, but we'll let Dwayne say, what is your opinion of this, Dwayne? I
3: think that it being essentially artificially 50% is kind of annoying. Like no matter how hard I try, it's just, it's already determined that I'm going to win this game and then I'm going to lose the next one just because of like my teammates.
0: That's true. I get, I get what so, you're like, saying.
3: The harder that I try, the better I play, the more that I win.
0: Yeah. So the more you sweat it out, say you're even at the bottom of the rank, say you're like Drew's level. Drew's is 0.6 in trials. Sorry to arrest you, but Drew's is <laughs> Drew's level 0.6 in trials. <laughs>
2: he's he's like, Jesus. His head, man. That's-
0: I remember. <laughs> I remember. But um, he's been improving, but he was there when we first met him. Um, so you start there and you just, you're going to win 50% of your matches. So, but as you try harder and harder and harder, it doesn't matter. As Drews goes up the ranks, and becomes a 0.8. it becomes a, a 1.0, a 1.4. It's the same every time. No matter, every day he logs into Destiny 2, he will always win roughly 50% of matches. He'll win one, lose one, win one, lose one. So he's guaranteed to always get the same bland experience, even if he tries to, as a 0.6, tries to become a 2.6, right? It's still going to be the same experience. And that's the the point of frustration that, that Dwayne is referencing um, is that, you know, you just get the same outcome, um, which I think is a fair and valid point. But I think that the counterpoint to that is probably that, you know, people logging on and getting predictably stomped into the ground um, might be a more detrimental. Should we give everyone a more average experience or should we give some people a super high happy experience and some people a super low get stomped into the ground experience? Thoughts?
3: I'm fine with like skill based matchmaking existing. It just shouldn't be in like every playlist, which is what they're doing. Yeah. I if
0: I if strongly I to... agree with that. Go
2: oh. ahead. If I want to fight people like at my own skill level, I want to play like, you know, Comper or Trial or something like that. But like yeah. quick play, I'm just trying to like kick back or legs.
1: Well, quick yeah. play is Not. a competitive matchmaking experience, and
2: yeah, if you leave, you know, you do get you do yeah. get suspended. It, so it's I think
1: petty. that as someone on the bottom of the skill gap, I think like <laughs> I don't care, stomp me into the ground. If I cared, I would get better. If I don't, I'm just going to keep farming it. So
2: doesn't really matter. You could have
1: got it.
0: Yeah. yeah, I can see, I can see both sides. Um, if this, the, the one thing I will say though. Is that regardless of our personal experience or our thought process, if it does in the long term increase population of Crucible, I'm happy for it. I don't know if that's going to be the case. At least the way it's felt lately is that there's been matches have been a lot more laggy, um, a lot more latency in matches. So yeah. I'm feeling like the implementation of skill based matchmaking has had a detrimental effect because we're separating so many different player bases, right? And we've seen this in trials with flawless That as you separate the player bases further and further and further and push all these different, uh, you have the solo playlist, you have the team playlist, you have the flawless, the non-flawless, uh, you get the connections get worse and worse. The connections degrade over time. That's why the, the first implementation of matchmaking in any PVP game is just connection based because you log in and you don't want to have a bad experience of that guy. We've all seen the Titans warlocks just running into walls and then, And then suddenly you shoot them in the head and then you, you die and they don't die. Right. We've seen that many times. And so I feel like as they're implementing more of this, we are seeing more lag and more latency. So I almost feel like they need to be weary of the size of their player base, because I don't know that they have the player base size to match creating all these different separations of skill based matchmaking. And hopefully with time, there is a graph that we can see that says, like, yeah, look, Crucible is becoming more popular because of this. If they show that, I would be okay and be fine with it in the long run. If they don't, though, and we see more of what we've been seeing, which is just more latency, then it just kind of feels like it's um, shitting on those, which is a big com- big um, counterpoint that people have made, which is that it's shitting on those that actually play Crucible, right? Uh, before, people who pl- like played Crucible a ton are not enjoying it nearly as much now, and so we're basically rewarding those that barely played Crucible in the first place. Um, rewarding those that that log on, they do their three crucible matches, they get their pinnacle, and they're done for the entire week. Versus the people that log on and play five hours a day, five days a week, or whatever it may be. So, which you know, I'm not going to dive any deeper into it than that, but it's definitely a, a very hot topic, and this is one that people will dislike a little bit. Um, one thing they did mention here though was the prediction accuracy of the fire team based matchmaking, which I find a bit funny because matching a team of six versus a team of six is going to give you such wild outcomes right cuz you've got your team of 6 people that are just like hey i'm streaming and i just want to pick up five people from the chat and then you've got your team of six people that are like streamers or like sweaty people that just want to stomp you know and it's like those those just because we're in a team of 6 does not mean that we are of equal terms by any means you know and um i found it interesting that their data didn't seem to line up quite right and they're going to be tweaking a bit of the fire team based matchmaking stuff um, what are your guys thoughts on fire team based matchmaking
1: yeah, me and Dwayne tried to queue for Kong, right? Yeah. And they could not find us again.
0: Really? Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. I remember that. It just didn't know what to do. Their system, like, had yeah. no idea how to handle
0: it. It's, it's interesting. What do they do when they take, like, a high skill and a low skill player? Not that you're a low skill player, but, for example, if they took a high and a low, like, did they average out the mean between the two of you? Like, a 2.0 guy and a 0.2 guy? Is that, like, you know, you know a 1.2? Imagine, yeah. You know, do they average that out? Does that actually play out to be good in that manner? You know, like I wonder if that ends up equaling a you know as a a predictability level of fifty percent with that. Who knows? But I'm sure they have some sort of systems for that. But that is one of the biggest pain points of skill based matchmaking. Is um, if you're a high skill player and you want to play with someone, you know, just your friend or someone that's new to the game, you can't because they are going to match your bracket of skill and get absolutely stomped versus you playing with them and you matching their bracket, you would stomp everyone else, right? But It always seems to err on the side of giving you a more tougher match, you know? At least that's my experience or my thought process of it. Um, moving on to the next part, we're going to talk about airborne effectiveness, reverting a ton of the airborne effectiveness changes. In Season 17, they added the AE system to the demise, to the despise of pretty much all of the PvP community, They have almost unanimously, people that are passionate about Crucible, disliked the airborne effectiveness system. Um, It's oppressive. It kind of minimizes the skill gap in PvP. Um, And it's also, it changes the way you used to play. You used to be able to jump in the air freely, fire shots, and now you're not able to. You got to stay grounded. And that uh, compounded with the slide nerf was extra painful, but they actually are reverting those two. And it's pretty crazy stuff to see. Um, you're going to have extremely high airborne effectiveness with primaries, it seems like. The reason why they're reverting this is because they've now implemented skill-based matchmaking and they don't feel like they need to have these systems in place. These systems were kind of set in place because of the lack of skill-based matchmaking. If you had to choose, though, guys, which would you choose? You can comment down below as well. Which would you choose? Skill-based matchmaking and uh, all the airborne effectiveness and penalty penalty to sliding or no skill based matchmaking at all and uh no jumping in the air, no airborne effectiveness at all. Your gun literally misses by a mile and slide nerf. You know, which was you choose? Neither. Neither <laughs> <No>.
2: <laughs> I do what I'm
3: currently doing and S- I don't play the game.
0: Ah, oh, S-
2: with no A E and then uh no S B M M with A. Yeah. Definitely sbmm S- with no AE, because at least I can still like accurately shoot my guns there you go okay I mean, just, just the game's gonna feel better that way
0: got it so the but game
2: then you still the downside of not having connection-based matchmaking so you're gonna get like randy savage from like china just yeah. like, lagging all over the place so.
0: yeah it makes sense I, I could see why you'd want the game should feel uh feel better as you play versus the people you match but it's there's negative there's positives and negatives to both but it looks Definitely. like the future we're getting now is we are getting heavy skill based matchmaking in everything and even further fire team based matchmaking, which feels awful, but at least they're kind of letting up on the the pressure with removing the airborne effectiveness and removing the slide penalty which I think it will be good I think it will be a obviously a much welcome change because this is something that everyone's been talking about and um yep. looking forward to it and um there will also be it also mentioned about doing this with um Special weapons, too, like sniper rifles and slug shotguns reduced base airborne accuracy penalty by 50%. I was like, whoa. Pellet shotguns fully removed airborne accuracy penalty. So they're not going to be nearly as potent, but it seems like it's going to be um, a lot more jumping in the air like it was before. One part that I found very interesting, I wanted to highlight this and, and discuss this with you guys, was one side effect of this change is that airborne gameplay on controller is should feel better than ever before i was like excuse me better than ever before yeah (laughs) with with moderate investment since we've reduced the airborne magnetism penalty below what was in the game before ae i was like oh sheesh that's about to be crazy controller players about to be jumping up in the air absolutely slapping people with their sidearms or whatever it may be we'll see that is a very interesting statement that they made and um I think that what they're trying to to cater to with that one was that in my perception, and I could just be, you know, given my opinion alone, but my perception, I think that jumping in the air is more of a mouse and keyboard players thing than it is a controller players thing due to thumbstick movement being a little more jerky and less snappy or instantaneous. Um, You jump in the air, obviously, you know, not that, Mass, not that controller players don't jump in the air, but I think that, by and large, mouse and keyboard players will enjoy jumping in the air more than controller players. Agree or disagree? Agree. Crimson agrees. Disagree. Ha- like what you said, uh, Dwayne disagrees. Controller- go ahead, it really go. It's really
3: not that hard to just play a controller in the air.
0: It's really yeah, not no, that hard to play a controller in the, on the ground, the
3: Just jump backwards.
2: because <laughs> so well, like like right now... It's well, just to Lucky's point, like right now you don't see controller players jumping much, so if they continue to not jump, I think, you know, obviously mouse and keyboard players are going to
0: They really change don't. Change they really don't. And and not to name names or anything, but it's it's a compliment, not a uh, saying anything negative, but I watch a lot of different people's gameplays. I watch their clips and their highlights, and I'll notice, you know, you've got uh, like Grenader Jake, for example, he's on controller. He stays very grounded. He's very grounded. Yep. He's got his last word, his sidearm, his sniper, his playstyle, you know. Um, and then you've got people like uh Gold Eagle uses an alternative example. He's very airborne, you're moving not lately obviously, but but previously he was very airborne and jumping in the air, um, tagging people with, you know, the hand cannon, one twenties, whatever it may be. And um it's kind of the two clash of play styles, I would say, but you know, again it can uh it can be a you know, a bit nuanced. I know other controller players that literally jump in the air a ton, so it's not entirely like you can't, but you have to really like uh, invest and understand how to do it, and I feel like it, it caters a little more to mouse and keyboard, but I think that's why they maybe added that to there but we'll see how crazy it gets. Imagine all the controller players are literally just jumping in the air now, just beaming you with sidearms and stuff. Holy crap I don't want to think about it yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be terrifying yeah. yeah but those changes are going forward airborne effectiveness largely reverted, which is again another like rumble situation where it's like everyone rejoice. We're like, wait a minute, we're just rejoicing. They just added this oppressive system. And like, and I'm not going to dive into this too much because I'm not trying to turn it into a negative thing, but it's like, they added this like, oppressive system. Everyone hated it. And now they're like, we're going to take it away, rejoice. And it's like, wait a minute. Just not, don't add the shit in the first place. What the hell? Yeah. So, that, just, that makes me laugh sometimes when I see the um, nerf buff, nerf buff, nerf buff back and forth. But, um, moving on, onto the next part. We got weapon types getting nerfed. Okay, This is an important one. Some weapons are too strong in the Crucible. Um, Dwayne is actually the one that put me onto the funnel web in PvP with max range. And uh, if I understand what you said before correctly, that SMGs um, benefit the most from a max range stat more than any other archetype of weapons. Is that correct or, or incorrect?
3: Yeah. yeah. It's like two meters of range for 10 range from the stat
0: more it. than anything else. Got it. And so um, so, so SMGs were having that max range roll funnel web was very lethal, very, very strong. And it's been nerfed and adjusted a few times now, though. And now they're bringing it down. They're um, increasing damage in Amos's assist falloff at zero range by minus 30%, reducing damage in aim assist falloff at 100 range by minus 6%. So they're bringing down the SMGs range a little bit They're adjusting the adaptive to be different from the lightweights in terms of their multiplier and crit damage and stuff. So, um, which one is going to be better after this? Was it adaptives are going to be better or lightweights are going to be better? Dealing more body shot damage. Lightweights better. Got it. Um, We inadvertently skipped forensic nightmare when we adjusted the zoom of other SMGs. So we're correcting that oversight. Uh, Increased forensic nightmare zoom from 13 to 14. There we go. So you can... Use that. And I don't think anyone even uses that thing at all. I don't even think that thing has any good roles on it. Um, it
2: like perpetual kill clip, but um, I, I mean, remember it launched. Like a lot of people were saying, like I'd use it if it had more zoom. So like maybe. Yeah. Now, but it's still fourteen. So.
0: Yeah. At least it's it's where every all the other ones are. all the other ones are at fourteen as well, right? Of the archetype. Yeah, I think. So. So, yeah, I'm, I I'm assuming That's it was probably brought in line with the rest of them. That's why it's brought there. Yeah. Um, which is good. Um, pulse rifles getting harshly nerfed. Dwayne will rejoice about this one. Um, I'm not. I'm not too peeved by pulse rifles being the meta, but I know some are. Um, I do understand most people want like a hand can a spare benders meta forever, uh, a 10 year spare benders meta. But um, I'm not too upset by a pulse rifle meta. That's where we're at right now. No time to explain. We also have the battlers crazy. Yeah, battlers off the charts. They're take, they're, redu- they're nerfing them quite a bit. What are your thoughts on this, Dwayne? Do you think this will be an, an adequate nerf? We've got reduced ammos' fall off start at 100 range by 10 percent, reduced damage fall off, and increase the recoil by 20 percent on mouse and keyboard only. Dang, doing a dirty. I think the biggest
3: nerf to pulse rifles is being able to jump with hand cannons. Yeah.
0: Got it. Oh, really? Oh, so you so this adjustment, yeah. And they actually mentioned that that the airborne effectiveness. Um, They should let that go into play first. So this is a double nerf. So yeah, hand cannons are really going to be on the menu now. Um, And pulse rifle users, stonks are down for them, especially on mouse and keyboard. And especially those that are BXR battler mains as they're losing to zoom on that as well um, with everything else. So we'll see what the meta is. This is going to really shift the tides of the trials meta that all of that uh, drastically, I think. And I'm here for it. I'm, I think it'll be really exciting. We'll if That's hand good. cannons are hard. the meta, predictions of the number one hand cannon in the game?
2: Rose or Exalted Truth? One for Kinetic, one
0: for. No Ostringer? What happened to Ostringer? I mean,
2: it's good, but I think Rose just outclasses it. But I mean, Dang. one's craftable, so. That's true. You know, there is that.
0: How about you, Dwayne? Like
2: a crafted Ostringer, you can still get away with for sure. Nothing wrong with it. All the same ones that so were already good.
0: All the same zones are <laughs> already yeah,
2: yeah, good. That's true. Also, Pally,
1: honorable
0: mention. How about you, Drews? What hand can you use in?
1: I think Palindrome is the worst hand cannon.
2: And
0: <laughs> <is>. <laughs> as, a, as a bit of a side note, Drews one day accidentally deleted his God Roll Palindrome. Yeah, it
2: wasn't accidental. Dwayne said well? to delete it as a joke, and then he did it. And it was. Um, wow. It was funny.
1: Sorry, I value his opinion.
0: Unbelievable. Dwayne gave him false advice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he deleted it. That's unfortunate. Sidearms. Now that we've heard about all these uh, mouse and keyboard nerfs, right, and the controller players are rejoicing, they're like, "Hey, I'm gonna jump in the air, and my gun's gonna go fucking aim for me, and I'll be all crazy," right? Now we get some some controller nerfs. Pulse rifles get nerfed by recoil from mouse and keyboard. Now let's hear about this. This is what I was looking forward to. Sidearms are out of control, especially for controller, and now they're reducing the season eighteen aim assist fall off distance buff from thirty percent to twenty percent for sidearms. So. We shall see, controller players with sirens. We shall see if you're out there beaming everyone after this change. Only time will tell. Might still be good, um, or might be a hint and meta all all over again. Uh, exotics. We've got dead. Actually, before we go to that one, do you think that's going to be a good adjustment to the sirens? Do you think that's going to bring it in line or what?
3: Thoughts? I don't know because now they have like more emphasis when they're in the air. So
0: ah. Uh... We'll Be jumping in the air, so we'll see. Imagine they're just all flying at us now in the air. Dang, that would be a crazy time. What a time to be alive. We've seen it all at that point, then. Uh, exotics, dead messenger can be oppressive to play against, so they're going to be reducing the wave splash damage against players by 35%. I love this one. I think that people use warlocks out there. I'm looking at you, warlocks. The ones with Dead Messenger and that new Warlock melee think you're so funny, think you're so cool, okay? You're not. You're getting shut down now, big time. I love this change. What are your guys' thoughts? Love it, hate it? Are you guys main in Warlock? You're doing this yourself?
2: That's just what I, I do my comp games on my Warlock, so yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just, busted as hell, dude. It it's super gone. It'll just
0: wipe a whole team out. They'll, they'll be sticking together, oh, and they're just gone. Just boom.
2: And they can't even hit you with the melee. I mean that still needs to be addressed, the melee. yeah but, you know, it's Dead Messenger's a start.
1: It's not like a free gun though. You still have to like aim it and stuff. So no. I don't think so.
0: That's warlocks that's that's a warlock main there using the Dead Messenger meaning Dead Messenger and Arc melee. Speaking.
1: I do use it. It's
0: nice. <laughs> and yeah, it's I, nice. I wonder will I wonder if it will still kill with that particular combination because um, the
2: melee just does so much.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, you Easy know. There. I'm like I'm wondering if it will still kill without. And if it does, it would be kind of like remember when they nerfed like shatter dive and it was still like really good the first for yeah, first they pass had to, like one or two times. They had to nerf it. Like it was like the it was like the second or third like I'm going to say it's like the third that it finally was like yeah, we you don't really want to use this anymore. Yeah. But like the first time it was like, "Oh, they nerfed it, but then it was like still good and one-hit killing people." It's kind of the same vibe I m- maybe think is going to happen here. Um Probably. which I'm going to be really sad about if we log in and that's the first thing we test, and it's that that's the yeah. case. But we'll see.
2: Again, like you said, just to, like if the melee can't follow up kill, then it's fine.
0: Yeah, if it can't, yeah, exactly. If it just makes some one shot, even just one HP, you know, that will be fine. Then it'll be counterable. Um, either way, though, we've got the Dead Man's Tail tweak is coming up. Dead Man's Tail has been extremely oppressive ever since uh, the launch of this season. Everyone's been using it in PvP. I have mixed opinions about Dead Man's Tale. I don't know. if Maybe my aim is just bad. I've got boomer eyes, whatever it is. But I swear I have that critical right on someone's head, and I miss, um, I'm going to say, 10% of the time, 15% of the time. Not enough to drive me insane, but enough for me to be like, what the, f-? you know, like, why I, I shouldn't have lost that fight, you know? Agree? Disagree? What's your experience with it?
2: No, my experience, if the funny circle is on their body, it's a headshot
0: yeah oh, okay okay so you got that you did a little bit different experience i'm i'm trying to put it on their head maybe i, I, I sometimes can see flinching off a little bit here or there um but overall i feel like i'm just I, I that's why i just gravitate towards the no time personally but now that's getting nerfed so i got my the dmt's getting nerfed no time's getting nerfed i feel like we're, getting, we're heading back to a hand cannon meta with these changes um and we're jumping in the air we'll see though um yeah. Remove the damage penalty for five stacks of cranial spike. They got five nerfs on this DMT. They're like, you know what? Just yeah. fucking, just bury it. Um, reduced hit fire and airborne aim assist cones by 25% on mouse and keyboard. Reduced hit fire cone angle bonus scaling from 20% to 5%. Reduced hit fire precision aim cone angle from 3 degrees to 0.8. Reduced hit fire and aim fall off from 1.5 to 1.1. Rough. RIP to the DMT. Next one is... Hilarious! When I read this, I actually was busting up laughing. I was like, "How funny of a nerf is this to Revoker? Revoker? For context, out there, if anyone's watching, if you're using, you're playing in Comp right now, you can use Revoker because there's no light level advantages, and you just get the the reversal of fortune perk for just missing a shot. You get a free ammo shot back. Most people know about this. It's been a, a pain in Crystal for a long time until they had light level advantages, and then you couldn't use it. um And even sometimes people were still using it at post light level advantages, ironically. Um, but now it triggers on two misses within six seconds. What? <laughs> That's funny. So you're gonna fly around. You're gonna spawn in it with two shots. Easy. You're gonna spawn in with two shots though, and you have to miss both. If you miss both, yeah. then you can I'm have a third away. shot. Yeah, you can have one. Then I'm not worried. <laughs> I don't know. You can have it. <laughs> if you can't hit a body shot out of two sniper shots, then fine. You can have three shots. For all I care. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's a little weird because like right now, even if you're using it, if you're missing the first two, like uh, if you're missing your first one, like you're shooting that second one off anyways, like 90% of the time. So I don't really think it's going to do anything.
0: Yeah, I mean, so you're going to shoot the, you're going to miss the first one, right? And normally I'm, when I miss one, I just back up, let the reversal of fortune hit or, you know, and then I, then I get back to into the land. But now you're going to have to miss two and then you'd have to wait six seconds you have to miss two within two misses within six seconds, and then the well, proc. I don't think that's going to be good at all. I don't think that's going to be good at all. I think people might still use it just because, I mean, ammo's ammo. But I, I
2: still three shots. Though, is the thing. Like, yeah, it's not unlimited ammo, obviously. But
0: at least when people really do good. use it, it's not going to be as consistent that you die due to reversal of fortune. If you just die to getting sniped by Revoker it's not really an issue. Like you just got sniped. Like it could have been any sniper. Um, It's not like revoker has like some sort of crazy handling ADS thing going on with it that makes it like kind of broken or busted. Um, So I'm not going to be too upset getting sniped by revoker or body shot by it. Um, And I don't think that that free ammo that's refunding is going to be as nearly as impactful as it has been. It has been people just popping a shot, straight from around the corner, waiting, popping off another shot and just basically infinitely backpedaling and, and, You know, spamming sniper shots. So, I think this is a, I think this is the perfect nerf for this, Uh, and I think that this will pretty much make it uh, not as a non-issue in Crucible. But let me know if you agree or disagree.
3: This is delete revoker from
2: the game.
0: Just delete revoker from the game. No shot.
2: (laughs) The easiest solution. They already tried that, and then they reverted it.
0: Oh, after this change, imagine after this change they do this change because they actually make it. Reversal of Fortune again on a new perk that comes out in Lightfall. <laughs> mulligan. <laughs> yep. mulligan, yeah, but this is like guaranteed Mulligan, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Um, we've got the future coming in Lightfall. We're doing a heavy weapon pass, adding 3.0 verbs to several exotic weapons, tuning kinetic weapons and adding a new perk to make kinetic weapons more valuable. In Post-Lightfall seasons will be shipping updates that we're pretty chuffed about. Um, more substantial changes to weapon hipfire reticles with the goal of exposing more information to specific weapon types or exotic functionality. What? What does that even mean? I feel like I'm missing something here. Weapon hipfire reticles. Exposing more information specific to weapon types. Or... Interesting. Like, is that going to be like in the stats for the weapon, it's accuracy? I'm confused. would
3: be like based on like perk activations. Like when you get yeah. a bump to accuracy, it's more noticeable or something.
0: Oh, okay. Very interesting. And then the next one is a full auto melee setting. Titans rejoice! Yes, I can ape more. Now I just—I I don't have to. Cl-
3: <laughs> I don't understand the point of that. Like they're already like input buffered. Like you don't even yeah. need it to be that way.
2: <laughs> it's for the dreadnought defenders. <laughs> It'll make it easier.
0: Just hold now, the button down. Now you just hold the button down. You just keep swinging. This is just a Titan's dream. This is what Titans literally dream about it at night. it's just the ability to just keep punching just is that really like day.
3: glaives or something is that the point
0: maybe maybe, maybe yeah i feel like is they're this good no? is this gonna help macros you know like
2: <laughs> yeah that's what i was just
0: saying. <laughs> yes. like here we'll just give you Not the macro because
3: really. like i said they're already like input buffered there like yeah. practically full auto you just have to press the button
0: yeah um I found that an, an interesting one I, I knew the weapon full auto setting I was like that makes sense makes sense for accessibility but a full auto melee setting I'm like what's next you know full auto I think that's know? just
2: really Maid. for glaives.
0: Yeah, it's gotta just be for glaives I guess yeah,
2: I'd imagine it's for glaives
0: um, next up we've got another set of craftable reprised raid weapons with an origin trade similar to what we did with the deep Stone crypt weapons in season 19 what raid do you think they're bringing back vog 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 with the craftable weapons
2: I hope they do Wish or Garden.
0: You hope they do Wish or Garden. I, are there any weapons from Garden that you would really want to... Cr- I guess they would add new perks like to it, right? They would add new perks. Yeah. Scourge. Yeah. Bring back Scourge. <laughs> no. Wait, Scurger, what, are, what are all the options? We've got Vogue. Um, you said Wish they and they Garden. Do
2: Vogue, I like Vogue's Adepts actually being like, slightly better than regular ones. Like, those at least have a purpose compared to other Adepts. Yeah, we've got. So I'd hope they'd go Wisher Garden.
0: There's only three options. There's only those three, because uh, Vow has craftable, Kingsfall has craftable, Vow and, and Deepstone has craftable now. So yeah, it's just those three. Out of those three, comment down below which one you want to be uh, craft. Give you craftable weapons and have a complete rebalance of the weapons. Uh, Vog, Garden and uh, Last Wish. Last Wish would be crazy. I feel like Last Wish would be crazy.
2: If they I think put better on
3: like the worst weapon stuff.
0: What? Well, yeah, not, with not with new perks? Not with new perks, Dwayne?
3: Well, yeah, not with new stuff. I yeah. like yeah. with all the current perks, they're definitely the worst set of weapons. Oh yeah,
0: no, definitely. Garden would be huge. But, um, Any one of those sounds actually pretty exciting. Although we will have to regrind that same raid that we've already done a thousand yeah. times. That's the only part I hit my head. I mean, it's a wall with, but
2: I wouldn't mind wish for a solar rocket. Like, Apex Predator could actually
0: be good. Apex, uh, how light funny light. would that be? I know. How what funny would that be? One? What would it have? Like, what? Demo and I know, explosive, like explosive light? light hopefully. And then maybe, maybe it's like it, does it have a frame that gives the tracking? Is that, is that that type of rocket?
2: No, it's adaptive, so it's the no. best frame. Dang. You don't want tracking frame?
0: You don't want the tracking frame? No, they do like. Oh, less damage. Uh, oh, a, yeah. uh, like six explosive light does the
2: exact same as a hothead without any. Oh,
0: damage. okay. Very bad. Very good to know. So, this is why I invite these guys to the podcast. These guys are weapons geniuses. That's Crimson speaking there. They know what's up. They should
2: give the Apex Predator a slide shot.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Funny man.
2: That'd be really funny because then Deruder would not just walk in front of him every five seconds he'd blow yeah. himself up. Yep. I'd be down with that. <laughs> that would be.
0: There's some crazy weapons to think about. Any one of those three raids, though. Um, with what they've done to Deepstone is exciting to me. I have personally enjoyed the Deepstone. I'm sitting here trying to convince you guys to do Deepstones with me, and you never do them with me. And you I'm trying to. T- you, you already got. You already have the craft. The the scout crafted. Yeah, well, it's shit, so I don't really care about that. One. It's not though. Incandescent with the new origin trade. Did you see Daru's using it in Scarlet
2: Keep earlier? He was like twenty tapping acolytes. Yeah, that's pretty.
0: Not, good. It, so not, I mean. No ten, ten
1: headshots will kill an airplane.
2: The scout is sick. The sniper, the is,
0: sniper is sick and the, the machine fire. gun is sick.
2: And the slug, but I have the machine gun, the slug, and the sniper. So. Yeah, those I want all of
0: those. Down. Um any one of those three raids come back though, I would be I would actually be pretty stoked for and uh looking forward to that happening.
2: I think the best thing out of VOG too would probably be um definitely
0: Fatebringer is um, always cool. Fatebringer, can you imagine? I'm
2: blanking. I'm don't know I found, verdict. found verdict. Found, yeah, found would verdict to be nuts. for PV because uh, what's yeah. That uh, rapid fire is very
0: nice. Yeah. Yeah, could have some really interesting ones. Yeah. Um, next up, we've got regular season and mid-season balance updates. I mean, that's. I don't think that's anything new. It's just kind of like what they've been doing, and and, and more. Um. Oh, next up they talk about Saitans, Dwayne's uh, least favorite exotic. I've been (laughs) rocking these a bunch in Crucible. Again, it's not because I I love them. It's just because everyone else is using them, so now I have to use them. That's my excuse. I'm sticking to it. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Uh, They're now nerfing Saitans so that when you equip it, you get your class ability um, less. What is it? Increase the cooldown of the barricade ability um, when Saitans are equipped by 70%. So you're going to get your wall back very infrequently and a double nerf because when people shoot your side tans, they're going to do 25% more damage than they've been doing. So they're just going to one shot that shit and shut that down very quickly, which is awesome. I like that a lot, especially if you're already rocking anti-barrier pulse or scout or whatever anti-barrier hand cannon, whatever comes out that season, right? Excellent change. Very much looking forward to that. RIP to the Saitans. People could still probably rock them, I guess, but. You'd have to have them There's like, no point though. yeah, you just, you'd get and like one moment
2: barricade and it go down in like a second.
0: Yeah. You'd get like one moment and then you'd have to wait longer to get it. Um, so I think that'll kind of eliminate that. And then people, and then guess what we get to experience the beauty of the Antaeus meta coming back, right? Everyone's oh, going to no. full auto, auto
3: synthoseps. It,
0: Full yeah. auto synthoseps. Yes. Everyone's going to be upset about Antaeus immediately. I'm already predicting the future. Okay. They're already going to be upset. They're going to say, "Oh, wow, Antaeus, it's insane. It's ridiculous. It's unbelievable. unbelievable. Um, because that's what everyone does. We just we migrate from the, the next broken thing. Now we're like, okay, that's broken. Okay, now that's nerfed. What's the next broken? Antaeus, got it. Or Void Invisibility Hunters. Uh, or who knows what else, you know? Imagine Strand is going to be just probably busted for the first month of life also. Um, there it is. That was the Saitan change, which I think was a good one. I think everyone can agree that that needed to be nerfed. Um, In patch 6305, scheduled to be released on January 24th, releasing some ability changes that we've been playtesting in Lightfall to address some outliers in both PvE and PvP. In the Crucible, class ability uptime has inflated significantly over the course of last year, so we're increasing the base cooldown of Barricade Thruster and Dodge by 20%. So, there you have it. This is going to affect PvE as well, which is kind of... I guess it's kind of I, there, it's an indirect nerf to heart of inmost light right like heart of inmost light titans are spamming that little thruster and they need to not be able to do that quite as much um i imagine heart itself will get its own nerf but this is also like a, on top of that so that way we don't just have everyone run around with those arc titans um in pve and then and then in pvp this also you know affects uh titans just spamming walls in trials walls have just become like hell in trials just everyone's Especially zone trials, just putting those walls down. Um, so I think that's a fair adjustment. Hunter's getting nerfed at the same time, though. I didn't really see that coming. Why is that? Where are hunter?
2: I. What I wish they would do instead is uh, just like replace rifts with like a and then uh, barricades with thrusters on like every Titan Warlock class. Ah. I think That just makes games play out faster and uh, better overall. Yeah, it would be. Just removes like all the campiness from like base kits.
0: That would be that would be nice yeah if uh, all the the slow um, oppressive playstyle class abilities are just replaced with movement stuff so you, like you're more incentivized to move, that would actually be kind of nice.:
2: yep then you could have Icarus Dash on like any warlock subclass, which would be pretty yeah. nice too
0: that would be cool. I would like to see that more too because i I really think that the pace of crucible lately has gotten so much slower very slow very I mean we slow. are we are waiting well, also
3: because of AE
0: AE as well yep
3: that's kind of like why it devolved to not moving in your rift
0: agreed now we've got uh, with update 630 uh, we've got touch of thunder storm grenade getting a huge pass and getting harshly nerfed it got nerfed already Um, it's going to have worse tracking Uh, it's going to do less damage everything across the board so RIP to the storm grenade titans Um, and then that would also tie into the heart of the most light stuff so a big uh, change to that and then the last one, the one that literally put a smile on Dwayne's face, the first smile on Dwayne's face of 2023 when <laughs> related to Destiny stuff is this one right here. He has never let go of this. He said that this was the beginning of the bad times of Destiny for Crucible. Was, I remember it that. Was, it really was. He said, removed stability, incoming flinch, and shotgun pellet spread penalties while sliding. There it is. You can slide again with a your shotguns. Nightmare. And you can slide you can slide with shotguns and you can jump in the air and life is good other than skill-based matchmaking and yeah and all the other stuff that's been busted is getting slightly adjusted hand cannon meta it's crazy time that pretty much covers it for everything in regards to the weapon balancing stuff um there's nothing else that i really want to cover because all this stuff is just uh like advertisement level stuff and so let me know your thoughts about all of this down in the comments below rate this 12 out of 10 each of you Dwayne goes first go ahead 10 out of 10 for Dwayne. Crimson, rate the twelve.
2: Probably an 8 with the 50-50 SBMM stuff. 8 out of 10? Fucking
0: great. Got it. And then Drew's rate the twelve.
1: Yeah, that's going to be a 2 because they just did PvP changes. (laughs) And (laughs) they took away my magic circle off my DMTs, so that's gone. So now I can't aim guns anymore. So So
0: Drew's is upset because they nerfed his DMT, so he's giving it a 2. I'm giving this one a 9, so we're going to... We're going to take out the outlier, and we're going to say its overall averages is a 9. And uh, it's a solid 12. I appreciate you guys hanging out with me on this one. Very sure. All right. And make sure to subscribe if you enjoyed. Smash like button. I'll see you in the next one. Later.